Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Misadventures with the Narcissist. If this is your first time here, welcome, and thank you for being here. If you've been here for a while, thank you so much for coming back, and I am so excited to catch you guys up to what I have been up to and share some of the recent thoughts and feelings that I have been feeling. Now, when I do an episode, I think about sort of like the title or the main theme of what I want to title the episode. And there are quite a few titles that I wanted for this episode. So I may be covering a couple of different things in this episode, but I wanted to give you an update because the last time I've done an episode, it was about six weeks ago. It was like, I think mid-December or so. Um, and it's now the end of January. And if you listen to the last episode, I think I had mentioned that the narcissist is taking me to court. Um, and he's taking me to court because he wants all of the vacation time, all of the school breaks, all of the summer, all of the holidays, like Christmas, Thanksgiving, he wants the kids to be with him on all of those days. And now I've spoken with a bunch of lawyers and they all said that that was an unreasonable request um, and that no court is going to grant him that. And his lawyer seems to think that um, the court is, she said, I am confident that the court will grant that to me. Now, before I do this episode, I always um, do these episodes knowing that there is a chance that the narcissist is actually listening to these episodes. And um, I'm pretty sure he is, but he's really good at hiding everything and not showing anything. Um, so, um, so I'm just going to go ahead and assume that he's listening to this episode, which kind of makes it a little weird because then he knows what I'm thinking and all of that. But I think it's more important for me to share where I'm at. Um, and whatever that means for him or for me or whatever, then that's just how it's going to have to be. So I wanted to mention that before we go on. But basically, I, and I can't remember how much I shared in the last episode, but I hired a lawyer because um, I, I thought, you know, I should go into court with a lawyer. And I paid this lawyer $2,500. And again, if I mentioned this in the last episode, forgive me, I just cannot remember. But I paid the lawyer $2,500. And he was such a bad lawyer. Like I have never worked with somebody um, who was so bad. And it's like he was great when talking to me and really great at promising me things and telling me things and listening. And like I felt heard but then when it came to the actual work that he was doing it was just nothing that I said I don't know it was just a mess and we ended up um when we had $900 or so left in my retainer fee I ended up messaging him and I said hey look you know um I'm not gonna choose to work with you moving forward um so if we can please stop once the retainer runs out that would be great um and he said sure no problem and it turns out he kept working for me um, after I told him to stop. And we had a phone court appearance to set a date for a trial, basically, um, which I still can't believe that I am like going to court with the narcissist. I mean, I don't know why I'm surprised, um, but I'm surprised. But, um, I, you know, we had to set a date and... It was like my lawyer's last time working with me. And I said, please do not show up on this call. I don't need you there. We're done working together. And he still showed up on the call, charged me for it. Um, and now I have this like outstanding bill. And I told him, I'm like, look, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I told you that I wanted us to stop working together when 
it was, um, you know, when the money ran out and I repeatedly asked you not to show up and not to do anything more for me and you kept doing it. So now I'm not paying this. So now I have like a $600 bill with this lawyer that, um, that I haven't paid, which is actually something that I've never, ever done before. Like I have never not paid somebody for the work that they did, but because like we literally ended up even in an even worse place when I ended working with this lawyer, nothing had moved forward. The other party was frustrated because we were taking so long and I was frustrated and like working with this lawyer was more stressful for me than working and being taken to court with my ex and working with his ex. So anyway, I fired him and then I um, showed up on a call um, with his lawyer and, you know, with my ex's lawyer and my ex and the judge to set a time for the hearing. So we set a time in January. It was like mid-January. And um, I was like, oh, I can do this by myself. I got this. You know, I don't need a lawyer. I can set up appointments and do all of that. Um, and I decided not to hire another lawyer to replace my current lawyer. So I am now representing myself in court, which, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea. Um, honestly, I think I am, I don't know. It's just not a good idea. But at the same time, like, I just don't want to spend any more money. Like, I am so tired of spending money on defending myself with the narcissist. And I just don't want to do it anymore. So whatever that means for me, I guess that's what it's going to have to mean for me. But um, I'm not I'm like, I'm not at a point in my life right now where I want to spend money on lawyers. So um, anyway, so we set a time for mid January, um, it is now late January, the court date didn't happen. So the narcissist flew in for a for a court date. And this was so funny, because um, as soon as he flew in, we got a notice from my kids school that there was going to be a snow day um, the next day because uh, because, you know, like a, a snowstorm and school was going to be canceled and, you know, all activities were going to be canceled and all of that. So the narcissist flew in um, and we got a message from the court um, or even his lawyer saying, you know, basically, we know there's a snow day. Hopefully the courts will still be open tomorrow. Um, we'll keep you posted. So later on that evening, I get an email from his lawyer, which was a forwarded email from the court saying, you know, due to the snow and the snowstorm tomorrow, all courts will be closed. So the court day didn't happen. Now I was so happy because my ex literally showed up. He, again, I didn't see him. Um, even though like he pulled up in my driveway to pick up the kids um, for a basketball game and then for dinner and then for breakfast the next morning, again, did not come in to say hi or anything, which is how he's been operating now, um, which is fine. And I actually prefer it that way because I don't want to see him. Um, but, um, you know, my kids were like, oh, my God, you know, he rented a BMW. <laughs> so, you guys, he showed up in court in a, or like he showed up at my house in a rented BMW. Now, this is so unlike him and something that he would never have done in the past. And I think he's just so um, like try, I don't know if he's like trying to show me look how well I'm doing now. And I'm even driving around a BMW and I'm flying in for court and all of that. But anyway, I just thought that was funny. But I thought what I thought was even more funny was the fact that 
court got canceled because of snow. So he ended up, I just had like a little chuckle with myself, you know, because I was like, thank you universe for doing this. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. I was just like, he flew in, he saw the kids, which was great, but court did not happen, which, um, was also funny because I had asked him like when he initially took me to court, I said, can you give me, give me until January to decide what we're going to do moving forward? Um, and he was like, no, we need to do it now. And here we are in January. Um, <laughs> you know, he's paid a lawyer and all of that. Um, and we still have not decided anything because court is canceled. So anyway, he flew back to his place. Um, and, I um, got an email from the court and from his lawyer saying, you know, we need to re like reschedule our court date and hopefully we can all do it in um, via virtual. So his lawyer messaged the court and was like, hey, my client flew in for this court date. Now it's just canceled. Can we do everything virtually? Um, and the um, I think it was the clerk or I'm not sure what her title was, uh, but she was like, yeah, sure. You know, just make sure to request that. Um, that's totally fine. We've been doing that a lot. Just make sure to request it when you guys have your setting appointment. So um, last, actually, yeah, a week ago, uh, we finally rescheduled the date to reschedule the core date. And I'm on the phone with him. I had to, um, <laughs> it's so funny. His lawyer is, I don't know. And I don't usually think this about people, you know, like I don't think, oh, that girl's such a bitch or whatever. But his lawyer is literally such a bitch. <laughs> um, and I hate talking like that because I don't normally talk that way. But like, I literally have never met anybody who is just so nasty. And I guess they go well together because he definitely hired the right lawyer here. So the lawyer, his lawyer wanted to have this call on Friday. And I said, you know, hey, I'm sorry, I can't do Friday. It's going to have to wait until next week because I have an appointment. And she messaged me and she said, surely um, you can step out of your appointment for five minutes and attend to this important call. Now, my appointment was at the dentist. Um, and right after that, I had a physical therapy appointment. <laughs> um, and I said, well, you know, miss, whatever. Um, unfortunately I am in going to be in a dentist appointment and I am not able to step out. So it's going to have to wait until next week. Now she didn't like that. Um, but then the next week, the time that they proposed, it was during my son's orthodontist appointment. So, um, his orthodontist appointment started at 1.10. They wanted to have this call at 1.30. And I thought, you know, do I say no again, or do I just kind of try to make it work or, um, you know, or try to figure it out. So I ended up saying, you know, I'll be in an appointment, an orthodontist appointment with my son at 1.30, but hopefully I'll be, you know, I'm pretty sure I can step out of that. Um, and, you know, cause he'll just be getting measured and x-rays and whatever. So I figured I could just step out of it and, um, I'll be able to hop on the call for a few minutes to set this time. So anyway, last Monday we get on a call, 1.30, um, our turn, there was another couple, or I guess ex-couple, um, who was trying to set their own dates and times, and we were listening into their call as well, um, and then finally, like, 20 minutes later, it was our time to call, so I had to step out of my son's appointment for 20 minutes, they're all waiting for me, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't, you know, I can't reschedule this call, um, which, and everybody was really nice and understanding and all of that, so, 
we get on the phone, we do everything. Um, we have a new date for February, like a month from um, from last week. So we have a new date at like the middle to end of February. And then um, the judge, um, the his lawyer, so my ex's lawyer asks the judge, you know, she says, hey, uh, because my client flew in for this court date and it was... Um, it was canceled. Is it okay? Is it possible to do our hearing over WebEx, you know, or video or whatever they use? And the lawyer or the judge was like, sure, that's totally fine. You know, we do that a lot now. Um, and the couple that had gone before us had requested the same thing. So the couple before, um, the the I guess the dad was based in Texas, the mom was based here, and the dad was like, because I don't want to travel there, can we do it over WebEx? Um, and the, ju the judge was like, sure, that's fine. We can do everything over WebEx. Does anybody have any objections? Everybody was fine with it. So they set up their appointment over WebEx. So I'm thinking, this is awesome. I don't have to see him in person anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't have to go to court, take like five hours out of my day to go to the stupid court date. Um, so his lawyer asks the judge if we can do everything via WebEx. And the judge is like, sure, I don't have any objections. And then she asks me, she says, you know, hey, miss, whatever, do you have any objections? And I said, no, that's totally fine. I'm good with doing everything over video as well. Um, and the judge is like, okay, that's fine. Um, and then, so we set the date. Um, and then the judge asked me if I had anything else to share. And I said, well, I'm assuming that I'm coming over, you know, over video as well. Is that correct? Um, and the judge was like, well, miss, you know, and turned to the lawyer and said, do you have any objections with that? And his lawyer, his freaking bitch asshole lawyer, excuse my language, goes, yes, your honor. Actually, I do have an objection to that. I was planning on coming in person um, and I would expect her to be in person as well since she is local. And I about lost it. I like if somebody could have seen my face, I just wanted to be like, are you freaking kidding me? Like I could have said I could have objected to my ex coming in person or coming over video and they would have made him come back to town, flying to town. Um, and that's what I thought, you know, I thought we were doing everything over WebEx. And um, so she was like, yeah, actually, you know, I do have an objection. I plan on being there and um, and I you should be there too because you're local. And then the judge um, changes her mind and goes, actually, yes, you know, we do prefer that anybody who's local be local because sometimes we have issues with printing paperwork. And I interrupted her and I said, I'm not, I don't have any issues with printing stuff from my computer um, or logging in, you know, I'll be on my desktop. So I'm able to, um, to do everything that you need me to do. And I'm able to show up via video and be prepared. And then the judge said, well, we're actually, you know, still um, prefer to have you there in person. Um, just in case, you know, so there won't be any mix-ups or anything. Is that okay? And I said, no, that's not okay, actually, because that is when my kids um, come back from school and I have to take my daughter to gymnastics. So I would rather be home and not make the half an hour drive to court because then I'm not going to be able to drive her to gymnastics. To which the lawyer, or the, the judge goes, well, surely, miss, you can um, find 
arrangements for your children to be driven by someone else, right? And appear in court for this important matter. And I was just so mad and so angry and just so shocked, actually. <laughs> I think I was shocked that I was like, you know, if I had a lawyer, would this still be happening? If I was a man, would this would this still be happening? Would they still say, nope, what you want is not appropriate because you need to do what we want you to do, right? Like that's where my 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 mind went. And I was just so fuming and so upset. And my son was like, you know, mom, it's time, you know, please come. We've been waiting for you. So at this point, I'm like, I don't have time to argue because, he, you know, my son's orthodontist has been waiting for me for freaking 25 minutes now. And I was just like, that's fine, whatever. Um, so then we ended the call. I went back to my son, you know, in his appointment and um, found out that it's going to be $7,000 to get him braces, which um, I was just like, oh my God, like this is just like expense after expense after expense. And I know everybody deals with that. So I'm, you know, but it was just the timing of it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just got really sad and really upset and really frustrated and really angry, to be honest, with his lawyer. Um, and so we set this new date and now we have to show up in person. But what do you think guys happen after that? So something unrelated, but totally related is that a few days later, I right. And after this, I have not been in touch with his lawyer or with my ex or anything. A few days later, my kids receive a phone call from my ex. Um, and my ex was like, you know, guys, I need you to all, you know, get on Google Duo so we can discuss because I have something important to tell you. And my kids get on um, on Google Zoom or Google Duo with him and they are talking to him and he's on speakerphone. So all of a sudden, um, I hear my ex goes, so guys, I am moving to Chicago. On Tuesday, I have accepted a new job um, and I am moving to Chicago. Now, his girlfriend lives in Chicago. He is apparently been looking for work in Chicago so he can be closer to his girlfriend so they didn't have to be long distance anymore from where he was before. And um, now he's moving to Chicago on Tuesday, which is actually tomorrow. Um, and my kids are like, oh, wow, that's fast, right? Like, whatever. And I'm just sitting here like, I am, again, so surprised, but not surprised. Like, I knew he would be moving. I knew he couldn't even last in this new place and at this new job for more than two years. It's only been a year and a half for him. And here he is moving again. Um, and he's telling my kids, you know, yeah, I'm going to get my own place. Um, but you guys, you know, we're only like five minutes away from my girlfriend and you can spend the whole summer at her house and we're going to hang out and we're going to have so much fun and we're going to, you know, do this and that and do summer camps and basketball camps. And, um, I'm just so excited. And, you know, we're like five minutes from the train station to go downtown and you guys are going to have an awesome summer. And I got a two bedroom apartment. <laughs> so I'm thinking how like he's having part of why he's taking me to court is because he wants the kids more. Um, but he, now he downgraded from a three bedroom apartment to a two bedroom apartment. So I'm just like, Oh my goodness. Okay. Anyway, I'm here like listening to their conversation being like, wow, of course, like this man is just so unstable, so unpredictable. Um, still in like the crazy love bombing stages with his girlfriend. 
and apparently they're getting married in like two and a half years but i probably you know it's gonna happen much sooner um and yeah so now my kids are um are gonna be going to chicago <laughs> um to his new place now our parenting plan um does not have chicago as his residence it has his current residence as the residence and it says you know if anybody any parent needs to modify you must file a motion of course he didn't file any motion the first time he moved a year and a half ago didn't file a motion now um and yeah so i'm like well is when does he plan on telling me right <laughs> like is he gonna tell me this or is it just news for the kids so like an hour later it was like i don't know 10 o'clock by a night by this time i get a, an email from him um and let me actually just pull it up because i want to show you guys or not show you but um i want to just share with you exactly what he said so just give me one second here and i'm going to pull up <laughs> um this email okay so his email says the subject line is moving and it says i wanted to let you know that i've accepted a job in illinois and will be moving on tuesday january 31st it's with a company called xyz um i don't anticipate this impacting the amended parenting plan at all my new address will be blah 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 um the benefits of the new job include an ortho benefit um I'll get clarity in the next few weeks and we could adjust monthly payment, blah, blah, blah. Um, thanks. I had a dual call with the kids tonight to inform them. And that was his whole email. Now, of course, it's going to impact the parenting plan because he's not letting me move, right? <laughs> right? Like he objected to me moving. Um, but all of a sudden, like he's free to just do whatever he wants, apparently, because the kids don't have like he doesn't have the primary physical custody so he can just move and i can't which again just makes me so angry and so upset so i reached out to his lawyer and i was like hey you know um i'm curious to know how um, my ex's move is going to impact the parenting plan um and now that he is moving and he's going to be sig making significantly more money we need to adjust the child support so can i please have can we please disclose financial information um because you know now the situation has changed and our agreement states that we need to disclose financial information now originally she i asked her to disclose financial information in december and she said let's wait until tax time and i said sure but now because um and now i know exactly why she wants to wait until tax time um but um you know so i said can we please exchange financial information so she goes i will email mr you know mr ex-husband and we will get back to you so a few days go by, she does not get back to me. So I messaged her again, like two days ago. And I said, hey, um, just following up on this, when can I expect to see financial information? And she goes, actually, I've spoken with Mr. Ex-husband and Mr. Ex-husband um, would like to wait. Um, we want to wait and address everything at the court hearing at, you know, at the end of February. Um, so we will be exchanging financial information after that. Now, I wrote back to her and I said, look, 
Um, there is no reason to wait. And the other crazy thing is that she, this whole time, when I wanted to address more than one thing, she would be like, we need to address just one thing at a time. Um, let's take it one step at a time, right? Which was the reason why she wanted me to wait until tax time to, um, well, not the real reason, but why she told me why she wanted to wait until tax time to exchange financial information. So now all of a sudden, she's like, I prefer to, we prefer to address everything all at once. So I'm fuming again. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Her previous email said that she wants to address, you know, she doesn't want to address the financial stuff now because she wants to do it all, you know, all just one, one at a time. And now when I'm asking her financial information a, a third time, because my my lawyer, when I was working with him, he also asked her for financial information and she didn't give it to him. Um, now she is, um, she's saying, you know, she wants to address everything all at once. So I wrote back and I said, well, I don't want to wait until then um, because knowing my ex-husband, it's going to take another year, which is exactly what happened the first time he moved. It took about a year before I got full child support and I would rather not um, you know, not have that situation again. So can we please exchange financial information ASAP? Um, and she was like, you know, miss my name. Um, you know, my client and I have discussed this and we prefer to address everything at the hearing. So I wrote back again and I said, I know you prefer to address everything at the hearing, but I prefer to address everything now. Um, and then she wrote back and she was like, well, you know, unless um, we can avoid this whole costly thing, if you would just agree to what we're wanting, you know, and I was like, well, is what you're wanting still all of the vacation time, all of the holiday time, all of the, um, you know, summer and Christmas and Thanksgiving. And she was like, yes, that is what we want. And we stand by that. And I expect the judge to grant that to us. Um, so, so yeah, if you just agree to that, we can avoid all of this now and we can address the, you know, the financial stuff now too. So I said, look, I'm going to ask you one more time. If you don't disclose the financial information, um, I'm going to file a motion to, um, you know, to update child's, to modify child support now. And um, she wrote back and she said, you know, there's no, no point in discussing this further. Uh, we will address everything at the hearing. So I was so pissed off. And I was like, you know, this is a time when maybe a lawyer would have been helpful. Um, but again, just knowing how much money I would even spend for a lawyer to talk to her um, just drives me mad. So anyway, so I went, figured out how to file a motion to uh, modify child support. And within like 10 minutes, I literally filed a motion to modify child support. So now they have... I think they have like, I don't know, 30 or 45 days or something to respond, uh, which is still not her responding right now. But at the same time, you know, at least we're not waiting another month before they even get the process started. And I'm pretty sure she wants to wait on all of this because she is anticipating that the judge will grant my ex-husband all of the holidays and all of the vacations and, you know, all of the summer and all of that with my kids. In which case, um, his child afford, oh, his child support is going to be affected because he's going to have the kids more than ninety two days. And I think, um, I think the rule here where we are is that ninety two. You know, if anybody has the kids over ninety two days, um, then it's considered like joint custody, like physical custody, as opposed to just me having the physical custody. So I'm pretty sure she wants to wait, and she's pushing this off until 
um, until the hearing because she wants to, I guess, I don't know, save my ex money or make sure that he doesn't have to pay as much child support. So anyway, I'm at the point now where I feel like um, maybe a lawyer would be a good idea. You know, maybe it would be a good idea. But again, I don't, I'm like, I want to take my kids on vacation. <laughs> you know, I haven't been with them on vacation in so long. And I was hoping to have that money that I've saved up to take them on vacation. So now I'm like, do I spend it on lawyers? Do I spend it on vacation? I don't even know. So anyway, there's more that I want to share. So make sure you guys stay tuned for next week's episode, because I want to talk about my kids in the next week episode um, and how this is affecting all of us. But um, for now, I'm going to close it here. Keep this episode under 30 minutes. So um, so yeah, if you want to subscribe, go ahead and do so. And again, I appreciate you guys being here listening to today's episode. I still cannot believe, I mean, I keep saying I can't believe this, but I, of course I can believe it because this is what narcissists do. But um, I just cannot believe that he is... I don't know, just the situation that we're in and this lawyer, like, I know that's what lawyers do, but I literally, like, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, I've never really had to deal with lawyers, so it's sort of new to me. But anyway, um, I will keep you guys posted. I'm going to do an episode next week. I want to talk about my kids. And then the episode after that, I will give you, um, I think we'll have our court date by then. So I will give you a recap of um of how court went or maybe not maybe the week after that anyway um look out for an episode from me next week and again thanks guys for being here i will see you next week bye